At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. Full night of NHL playoffs we'll get into briefly. NBA picks back up tonight. Great day of Major League Baseball head. And yes, we do have the Kentucky Derby this weekend. We'll talk to Sean Alvarez in 30 minutes. He's live on scene at Churchill Downs. He'll give us the impact that the weather's having right now. Maybe some plays for the Oaks, and then we'll break down the Derby tomorrow. But let's start in the NHL last night. Big win for the Rangers. A must win. The public bet them. Late goal by the by the Penguins in the second period. Cut it to 3-2. I thought it was a little bit of dicey time yeah. for the Rangers. But they responded with two quick goals and held on for a 5-2 victory. Yeah, great job in New York. You thought a good opportunity to bounce back. I'm mad at myself for not playing this one. We saw the betting line increase on this one. No surprise there. Mike, you look at there were four teams over the last couple of days with some great opportunities. Going back the other night, Minnesota, Edmonton, both dominant 6-2, 6-0 wins. Last night, Rangers win 5-2, and then the Panthers 5-1. So every series is 1-1 except Carolina, right? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing. All these teams that lost at home in Game 1 bounced back. And then the other case was the Stars, uh, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, got a got a, uh, a shutout victory last night. As we move forward here and we look at the series price, remember it opened Rangers minus 120 for the series. I bet it at that price. Then the Penguins became $1.60 favorite after stealing game one uh, in Madison Square Garden. Now they go 1-1 to Pittsburgh. Rangers minus $1.45, Penguins plus $1.25. Is this an overreaction to game two? Beans that, the series price was 120, and now after having dropped the game at home, the Rangers are even more of a favorite. Yeah, I think uh, just based on the way they played in game number two, they were dominant. I mm-hmm. think that's the reason why you're still seeing them being a favorite. Um, 
I think if you look at probably baseball and hockey, in my opinion, have the least amount of home ice or home uh, field advantage. I think hockey has the least. Well, I, I think baseball does. I, but playoff baseball is a little – I mean, when you get these fans, every time there's two strikes, they get up and wave their towels. Uh, I think that can be a bit a, uh, a bit intimidating for the opposing teams. I, I think, though, hockey's the one sport mm. where being at home changes how you match up with an opponent, right? You get last change. For people that are unfamiliar yeah. with that, it's a situation where, you know, let's say Mike's team puts guys on the ice. I can align my defense or offense according to what he's got out there. So in that scenario, I think it becomes very important for a team at home. All right, we're moving on. Um, Panthers bounce back at, at the Rat Bin and Sunrise. Impressive defensive effort. Caps only get one goal. Bad beat for the overbetters. Now, you said you like seven. A lot of people had over six and a half. Yeah. There were six goals at the end of the second. A scoreless third period, which can happen when there's a three-goal margin because you're not going to get an empty net goal. But the Panthers looked better. Bobrovsky looked better. And they will head to the nation's capital tied 1-1. Yeah, uh, Florida in a good spot to bounce back. This team's been terrific all year long. This was the first game all season long where they held the Capitals to below four goals. <laughs> I think the defense was the key for them. They needed that if they're going to have an opportunity Game three is going to be crucial in this series, Mike, because I think if Washington finds a way through in game number three, this is going to be a dogfight that the Panthers don't want. I don't think many people expected this one to go past probably five games in the opening round, but Florida's going to be in for what appears to be a fight. Current series price now, the Panthers are minus 350, get back 270 on the Capitals. Is it too high? No, I think based on the way Florida's played all year long, uh, you look at uh, Washington deal with the Wilson injury, other things. Uh, I don't think it's too high of a price at this point in time. Terrific game in Denver last night. Connor Ingram stood on his head, gave up an early goal, and then shut out the Avalanche into overtime. 1-1. Terrific third period. Avs killed off a 5-on-3 at the start of the third period, survived to get to overtime, and then put in a screenshot on a rebound to win 2 nothing and take a 2 nothing series. 1-2-1 and take a 2 nothing series lead. The body language of the Predators as they collapse to the ice as that goal within, I think, tells you all you needed to know about that game. I thought the game was lost in the first two minutes of the third period, and I thought the series was lost. When uh, Nashville hit the uh, excuse me, the post on the uh, shot on the five-on-three, didn't score. A minute and 40-something of a five-on-three. Yeah, <laughs> you, you have to capitalize against a team like Colorado. I thought that was the series right there. I think this is going to be Colorado's. It's a question of does Nashville get one game or not? Do we come back to Denver for a game? Prohibitive series price now, minus uh, 5,000, get back 22-1. to one. And then a, a terrific game last night in Calgary. Uh, I'm going to tell you something, Amal. The team that gets the first goal in these games is going to have a huge advantage. Dallas on the Pavelski deflection about eight minutes in gets the gets the lead, and then they can play their style of play once you get to the lead. You don't have to press. Calgary came out. They were physical. I thought Dallas matched the physicality, and Ottinger was terrific again, and the Stars nodded up. Uh, easy under for you last night. Yeah, uh, five and a half, never even close. Uh, you mentioned the Pavelski goal on the tip-in. He's probably the best in the National Hockey League in terms of just kind of tipping and redirecting the puck. Gets it over Markstrom's left shoulder. Uh, Dallas looks really good, but this is going to, as you alluded to, come down to teams that don't make a mistake. You know, again, last night, both teams combined to go 0 for 5 on the power play. If you can avoid taking dumb penalties. Now, we've had several times in this series, Mike, where there have been four-on-four open ice situations, both teams with some opportunities, couldn't capitalize. But if you're Dallas or if you're Calgary, you've got to make sure you play disciplined hockey. You don't want to give an advantage here. I'm going to tell you something. There's very little off the rush in these series, yeah. right? And there's not that much off control in the offensive zone. Seemingly off the face-offs. Winning clean face-offs in the offensive zone has been the best chances to score here, though. But even these power plays, they muster very few shots. The defense is just so buttoned up. It's going to take a deflection. It's going to take somebody losing 
you know, blowing a tire, losing a wheel, and get a breakaway to get goals in this series, I believe. And I'll keep betting under five and a half or under one and a half in the first period. Well, they put a five and a half for game uh, game three up, which yeah. really surprised me. I thought this would come back at a five in this spot. I was listening to Gretzky on uh, T- T- TNT TBS coverage. He said, if you thought tonight's game was physical, wait till game three in Dallas. Calgary's going to come out swinging, and Dallas is going to have to take that punch. Oh, well, you know, when you got Milan Lucic, it's always a good <laughs> line, a guy to start, you know, the physical play with. Uh, Series price, it was Flames were minus seven fifty, take back five dollars yesterday. It's minus two eighty plus two twenty. Do you think the stars have a reasonable chance of winning this series? Absolutely. That's what makes playoff hockey great. The reality is the discrepancy between the one seed and the eight seed is not nearly as great as it is in say the NBA between the one and the eight or in the uh NFL between a one and a, a seven seed. I think it's a far closer. Look, in this series, it was a tipping in game number two that was the difference in the game, Mike. You forget the empty net goal. But the reality of it is these two teams are extremely neck and neck. It's going to come down to whichever team can avoid the mistake you talked about. If somebody blows a tire and you all of a sudden end up with an odd man rush, that's going to be your opportunity to win a game. All right, we've got four games on tap tonight. Let's start in Boston where the Bruins have been dominated by Carolina in the first two games. But now they get their number one in Swayman, and you've got the number three with Ranta getting hurt in game two. Um, Peter uh, Kachikov, who gave up a goal in game, uh, gave up a, a power play goal in game number Two in Carolina and net for the Hurricanes. Finally, Cassidy will put Swayman in net tonight for Boston. Carolina's the better team. They might have the goaltending matchup tonight. It will be Swayman's first uh, NHL playoff start. But do you agree with the Bruins being a dollar thirty-five favorite here? Uh, I do. I think at home, different story here for uh, Bruce Cassidy and the uh, Beantown boys. They got to get back on track here. This is critical. My concern is, did they wait too long to go to Swayman? Did it cost them potentially the series? Well, I argue that because I thought you had to play him in game two. That's what I'm saying. You had to try to change the result. I mean, if he gets beat in game two, he gets beat in game two. I agree. Look at Ottinger. Did did Rick Bonus say, I don't want to start Jake Ottinger because it's his first playoff start in Calgary? (laughs) And we're going to go with Wedgwood for the first two games? That never that would never crossed his mind. None whatsoever. And Wedgwood had some great starts down the stretch to get Dallas into the playoffs. Yeah, I, I said before the playoffs started, I thought they should have gone with Swayman. And I remember watching a uh, Bruins uh, broadcast. They said, "Well, they're going to go with Linus Olmark." I'm like, "Why?" Olmark was never good at other places he was before he got saying. to Boston. So <laughs> no. he, he didn't he didn't will the Sabers into the playoffs, did he? No. All right. Uh, I think the game of the night is going to be in uh, Tampa Bay at Emily. The Maple Leafs having gotten. Uh, Pretty well handled at home in game number game number two. Have to come out with a better showing here against the Lightning. A lot of people leaning out to Lightning to the series. All they are is the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion. They go home for game three. They are a small home favorite here. A mall dollar twenty. Maple Leafs said even money with a total of six and a half. Yeah, this is going to be a good matchup. I, I think this is a tough game to call. I know yeah. I know a lot of people like uh, Tampa in this spot, and rightfully so, based on how they've been able to play, but. I think you can't discount Toronto, what they've been able to do all year long. You know, Austin Matthews emerging as one of the real superstars in the National Hockey League. Uh, Campbell's a terrific goaltender. Good matchup tonight. Campbell and Vasilevsky. Not going to touch this game, though. I was looking to bet this next game in St. Louis, but I thought I was going to get a plus price on the Wild. Pretty nice plus price. No, I think the price is right here. Blue's a slight home favorite, $1.20, similar to the Tampa Bay price. Get back even money on the Wild. Total six and a half. Juiced a little bit to the uh, to the under. Like I say, there's nothing separating these teams, so I tend to want to take the plus price dog uh, on the road here, but it's not enough. And now, as we look at it, plus one ten. If I could get plus one twenty or one twenty five here, I'd take a shot with the Wild at these at this price. I'm going to pass. Your thoughts? I think this is a game where if you're confident in one side or the other, and if you don't bet it before the game starts, mm-hmm. 
I would wait to see if one side is down one nothing and take the dog at that point in time because I think this is going to be a real toss-up. I would not be surprised at all if we find overtime in this matchup tonight. This is a tough series for me to handicap, and I, I'm pretty much going to stay away from it the entire time. Do you lean over if you think there's going to be overtime? Because I assume you're thinking it's 3-3. No, why do you assume that? It could be 2-2. Mm. I mean, look, it, but we saw Minnesota do a great job defensively in game number two. We saw in game number one St. Louis limit the— uh, Shut them out. Uh, shut them out, yeah, to zero goals. So, to me, I think it could be easily 2-2. Oilers beat the Kings 6-0 in game one after losing overtime. Uh, in game two after losing overtime in game one. They travel now to Staples tonight to take on the Kings. Oilers, a dollar forty road favorite here at Mall, with a total of six and a half juice to the under. I like this game under. I think uh, LA will bounce back and play far better defensively than they did. I was impressed with what Edmonton was able to do defensively. And remember, we saw late in the season in April or maybe March where Edmonton put a string of several games together where they were defending extremely well. I think that's going to have to be the case here. Mike, to me, six and a half seems a little bit high. You can't play an up-tempo type of game if you are. Uh, this team against uh, Edmonton. I like the Oilers. Give me some advice. Would you lay 140 with the Oilers tonight, or would you look at the series price at 210? Uh, I would look at laying the 140 with the Oilers here. I don't like the 210 because the Kings are very capable in this series. UFC 274 is tomorrow, and Bet Rivers has a special profit boost for the big event. All players that log in on Saturday will receive a 20% profit boost on a UFC 274 parlay. Make your ideal UF's 274 combo on the main events undercard or a combination of both. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This profit boost packs an extra punch at Bet Rivers. Bet on the app or at BetRivers.com. All right, Amal, when we come back, the NBA gears up. We've got two games tonight and two games tomorrow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at 
howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm an Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Zen nicotine pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and are made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zen is available in 10 varieties and 2 strengths, 3 milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and 6 milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zen anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zen. Visit Zen.com, that's Z-Y-N.com to learn more and to find Zen nicotine pouches near you. They are for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. In 15 minutes, we'll talk to Sean Alvarez. He's live on the scene at Churchill Downs. It's Oaks Day today, Kentucky Derby tomorrow. Everybody gets like the Super Bowl, Amal. Everybody likes to get involved, whether you just go to a party or you make a $5 bet. People are obsessed with the Derby. I went to opening day at Keeneland. I didn't make a bet. You just enjoyed Keeneland, though. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. amazing. It was amazing, beautiful. absolutely. Go to Saratoga up there in the Adirondacks. Beautiful. Del Mar by the ocean. Are beautiful. You, are you a horse guy? I am a horse guy. Used to be a big horse guy when I, never I was knew single that. and didn't have kids and could sit there for hours and bet horses. I just don't have the time What's the for difference? It You're married and have kids. What's the difference? I don't have time for it now. I, I don't have time for it. There's, there's some distractions in my life. <laughs> uh, NBA playoffs. They had a night off from uh, all four series yesterday, and they kind of flipped the order of some of these series as well. But they come back tonight with two games, the first of which is in Philadelphia, where the 76ers find themselves trailing the Heat by two games. The Heat have won easily covered the first two games of the series. Where does Joel, Joel Embiid might try to go tonight, Amal? Right. What do you know about that? Uh, looks like he's passed concussion protocol, mm-hmm. expected to potentially play for the Philadelphia 76ers. My concern is when a guy's coming off of a facial or head or neck injury, are they as aggressive is there any fear lingering in the back of their mind in terms of how they're going to play? That would be crucial if you're looking at it from a 76er standpoint. I can't back Philly in this spot. I think Miami's been clearly the better team when you look at the first two games. Now a fairly cheap price at one and a half here. Uh, you got to pay attention to this game early on, and if you think Embiid's not as good as he normally is, maybe you take a shot with Miami in-game. We were four here, some places three and a half. This line has moved to one and a half, right. as you said, or one. Uh, a two and a half to three-point move off the Embiid news. You talked about pre-series. If you thought Embiid be back for game three and you yeah. thought the Sixers had a shot, wait till after games one and two. Yesterday when we looked at this series price, Philly was plus $5. Yeah. Today, plus $8. Is eight dollars enough of a price to take a shot tonight? I I personally don't think it is. What if again, you take eight dollars and then you take the heat tonight? Take eight dollars on Philly and take the heat tonight. 
It's not, I mean, not a bad uh, play. So yeah, we talked about yeah. Yeah. Put, absolutely. Put a hundred dollars on Philly yep. plus eight dollars, and and bet one hundred and fifty on the Heat tonight. Yeah, Heat win. You're done with it. If the if the seventy sixers win, the price will move so much you can overcome that dollar fifty bet. Yeah, I always wonder who's uh, doing some of these odds on these series prices. They're just outlandish. I, I was thinking about this. Does Philadelphia's performance in the first two games bolster Joel Embiid's argument that he is the league MVP? Well, it depends on how you want to quantify it because I would say this. When you look at Embiid, he's been tremendous, but he still had a better team around him, in my opinion, than what Jokic had in Denver. I mean, when you lose your second and best third players, uh, second and third best player in terms of Jamal Murray and Porter Jr., that's a huge impact. I know Harden came over late, but Tyrese Maxey's been outstanding. Maxey's been incredible. He's been out. Yeah, and then you look at uh, Tobias Harris, a very solid player. James Harden, I'll tell you what. If this were a store, the Philadelphia 76ers are looking to go and get their money back. I mean, they got absolutely bamboozled bringing in Harden. But shouldn't they have gone into this with their eyes wide open? What what had Harden ever won? Part of the problem is when you're a general manager who's overseen a player previously with James Harden, like uh, we saw Daryl Morey do in Houston, I think he thought he was getting James Harden from four years ago. He's not the same player. He's had a precipitous drop-off in terms of his effectiveness. And I don't know if either team's going to win on this draft. I think both of them are going to, I mean, trade, they're both going to be looking like losers. Daryl Morey's a controversial figure, obviously one of the leaders in analytics. How do you evaluate him as a general manager? I think he's vastly overrated. Hmm. I mean, you know, you look at it, this team's never win at the end of the day. The objective is to win. And give guys like Bob Myers credit at Golden State. You know what? They drafted Clay and they drafted Stay and uh, uh, Steph. They've done a tremendous job and developed some guys. And you know what? Their system is obviously working because Jordan Poole's a guy nobody wanted. Gary Payton Jr., despite the elbow injury, has been tremendous. These guys are pay- playing crucial minutes. They're bringing young players and developing them. In the West tonight, the Suns travel from Phoenix to Dallas to take on the Mavericks with a 2 to nothing lead. Another two wins and two covers in the desert. Mavericks in a must-win spot tonight. I'm surprised at this line. Why? What do you think it should be? I think Phoenix should be favored by one. It doesn't make a lot of difference, but the Mavs, a point-and-a-half home favorite. The overnight was a pick. We've seen Mavericks money here, 218-and-a-half. How much can Luka do here? Uh, I'm really tempted to take Phoenix. You know I have the Mavericks plus a game-and-a-half series bet. I think I want to get off it with Phoenix tonight. Yeah, I I tend to agree (laughs) with you. And Here's where I see this line being wrong. Luka out of the lineup against Utah. Utah is a six-point favorite on the road. Yeah, game one. Game one. Okay, so let's say Luka's in the lineup. Is he worth six points to the line? No. Can't be. Can't be. So then, how is Phoenix a a point-and-a-half dog, a team that won 64 games during the regular season, clearly better than the Utah Jazz, but somehow they're a a point-and-a-half dog here? And clearly better than the Dallas Mavericks the first two games. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Dallas could play to their full potential and do everything right, not win those two games in Phoenix. They're I, just I, a be- Phoenix is a better team. There's You've no got to have Phoenix miss shots, make mistakes, turn the ball over. They haven't do it. They don't miss it all in the fourth quarter of these games. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I lean towards Phoenix. Didn't play this game. If David if David Stern were here, I would be all over the Mavericks because I'm sure Luca would go to the free throw line about 23 times, a la Dwayne Wade in the 2006 NBA Finals. But uh, for me, uh, I think this is going to be Phoenix here coming through. Based on our comments, a ton of money flooding in for the Suns at DraftKings, <laughs> and it's gone now from Dallas one and a half to the Suns one. Well, look, I think this is the correct line in terms of Phoenix being a one-point favorite. Exactly. I, really, I really thought it should have been two Phoenix. I mean, I won. You give them a little bit of home court and in a spot here tonight where, you know. Yeah, but first of all, the six, six and a half was too short to begin with. I agree with that. I mean, those are numbers we're seeing against Utah. Why is Phoenix that, not that's the number we see in Miami at home against Philadelphia without Embiid is seven? Yeah, right? exactly. That's right. what it's exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's flip to tomorrow. Two games tomorrow. 
Big game in Milwaukee. The series is tied 1-1 with the Bucks having taken game one and then the Celtics with an easy victory in game two. Milwaukee, a three-point home favorite here, Amal, with a total of 213. Series odds right now, Celtics $1.55, take back $1.25 on the Bucks. Yeah, let's get uh, Britton asked uh, Femi to get on the line to find out where the Greyhound bus is. I said, why are they not playing Thursday? Femi goes, I think they're taking Greyhound back. I mean, that's the only way. That, how did you not play yesterday? I don't understand that, but we've, we've kind of addressed that. Does this help either one of these two teams more than the other having the long break? I think it helps Milwaukee a little bit more. I thought Boston had a ton of momentum from how well they played in game number two. Now, all of a sudden, you have got you go from Tuesday to playing on Saturday. And I also think on a home game on a Saturday, Friday or Saturday is better, in my opinion. You generally get more raucous crowds. I like Milwaukee in this spot, Mike. I think this is a fairly cheap price with the Bucs. Um, I thought this line was going to be a little bit higher here. I, I like the Bucks at home, minus two. And then Grizzlies-Warrior, they head back to uh, the Bay Area. Grizzlies having one game, two, to tie up the series. Warriors, a seven-point home favorite. Total, 225.5. Warriors, just about a $3 series favorite at this point, which I think might be a little cheap. Uh, I tend to agree with you. Yeah. I'm going to end up playing uh, the Warriors in a money line parlay, either with a hockey play or something else with baseball tomorrow. I'll do that in games three and four. I like Golden State a lot. I think this series is going to end in five games. thought they really had an opportunity in game number um, two as well. Just kind of squandered it late. You know, a numbers game has the gillionaire, but we have the slumdog millionaire. So let's hit some tennis here before <laughs> we go. In Madrid, the last of the men's quarterfinals will start shortly after we get off the air. Felix Auger, Alissime. <laughs> Felix. Yeah, how do you say I Felix, say F-A, FAA. Yeah, that is correct. Everybody says yeah. FAA. Felix Auger, Alissime. Against uh, Alexander Zeriev. Zeriev, about, about a $2 favorite here, Amal, and a game spread of minus two and a half. Yeah, this is an interesting one. Um, the problem with Zverev is it depends on how engaged he is. If he decides to be engaged, he can win this thing. He's won this tournament twice. He's an elite-level player, came close with, to winning the uh, U.S. Open a couple years ago against Dominic Team, squandered the lead in the third set. I'm just not – I'm not a big OJ Eliassime fan because he's not consistent in neutral ball rallies. You know this uh, ZZZ. I was watching him play there in Monte Carlo. He's not that tall. He's, he's kind of a shorter guy, isn't he? Who are you talking about? Uh, Z- Zaryev. No, he's 6'6". Six, six. Is he really? Yeah. I, I thought he was. I thought he he didn't look as tall to me. Uh, so you pass on this match. Uh, yeah, I think it's a tough one. Um, this one, though, I, I, if you're betting, I would lean towards total games over uh, 22 and a half because I think one set could go to a tiebreaker and then the other one you need somebody to get to 6-4. Uh, uh, the uh, Pagula won yesterday. Yes. With straight sets. I saw she won the first Teichman, set. She yep. was up in the second set. She takes on our, our buddy Ans Jabour. Yep. Uh, Ans is a $1.93 favorite here, and if you want to play the game spread, minus 3.5 games at even money. Total games, 20.5 juice to the over. Uh, I tell you what, this is going to be a tough matchup for Pagula. She's terrific, but Jabour has been playing out of this world right now. Probably the best drop shot player on the men's or women's tour from anywhere on the court. Just unbelievable. Can drop a, a drop shot from behind the baseline. The ball would just die as soon as it gets over the other side. Uh, Jabour at, what is it, minus 193? Yes. A little bit of a high price. I would take a look at Jabour in straight sets here, plus 140. So you would you go under in the games then if you liked her in straight sets? I would at 20 and a half. You just uh, have to avoid a tie break and correct. win straight sets. Correct. Th- that's exactly right. But it. the reason why I would rather take the uh, straight sets is because at the plus 140, a little bit better price. Tunisian, right? On Tunisia, Jabour, yes, correct. Carthage. Hills of Carthage. All right. Uh, all right. When we come back, we're going to talk horse racing for a change here we'll, we'll talk today and then maybe if we have a little triple crown fever here uh wet weather churchill downs how is that going to affect the track we'll get a preview of the oaks and then of course the kentucky derby which goes off tomorrow afternoon about 6 45 eastern time
VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The Kentucky Derby is tomorrow, and right now VSIN is offering you a special 999 Kentucky Derby betting guide with previews of all the horses and jockeys. For every race, plus best bets for the entire weekend, including the run for the roses. Pre-order your copy now at only $9.99 at vcin.com slash derbyguide. That's vcin.com slash derbyguide. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with the Malsha. I downloaded it last night, read through it. Some pretty good information, picks from several different sources. And, of course, you can't beat the price of them all at $9.99. Absolutely. All right, it's our pleasure at this time to bring in, for the first time to our show, Sean Alvarez. Sean is on scene at Churchill Down for the Derby today and uh, and uh, the Oaks today and the Derby tomorrow. Sean, break down the Oaks for me today and how you think the weather might affect the track. Yeah, I mean, I think the Oaks, I, I do see it, um, you know, a little bit more on the on the formful side, but the, what I'm really focused on with the Oaks is seeing how this weather plays out. I really thought we'd see a little bit more rain earlier in the day and possibly the track getting a little bit opened up and, and we see a little bit more sun by the time the Oaks are going off. Um, that's not how we've seen the weather play out today. We haven't seen any rain. Uh, doesn't look like there's any rain near the forecast. Uh, we could see a little bit more open up later, but as the track is playing out right now, um, I really like Echo Zulu. Uh, I love the way that Joel rides this horse, gets, gets her to settle. Um, even when she gets a little bit of pace pressure and just kind of goes on with it. Um, that's going to be my, my, my top pick in this race. And I'm, I'm going to play Echo Zulu even, even if the rain does, does come down. But if we see a sealed track, uh, I really think that the foreign nest uh, just kind of jumps up a few, a few speed figure points. And it's going to be really tough to beat as the morning line favorite. Can Echo Zulu win this race if she doesn't make the front? If your jury gets to the front, Will Echo Zulu uh, force the pace there, or can she settle in second and third in stock, or does she need the engine? Yeah, I mean, uh, Joel's really good with getting horses to settle, even in a position that they're not necessarily comfortable with. She did win her debut uh, coming from off the pace, but it was really just a half length um, coming, coming from the pace. So now that she's settled in, I think she does prefer the lead. I think she's best on the lead, but I don't think that Joel will get in a speed duel if he doesn't break on top. I think he will try and settle her and get get a little bit more effort down the, down the stretch. All right, let's turn the page to tomorrow and the race everybody wants to participate in, the Kentucky Derby. Listen, this is Zandon just jumped out as is in the Santa Anita Derby, only her second start. She's able to run down Messier after Messier wins, makes the lead at the top of the stretch. A lot of reasons to like her, a lot of reasons to question her lack of experience. But right now, Flavian Pratt, best best jockey in the world right now, the run in the bluegrass, weaving through traffic was terrific. Where do you see Zandon, and is her price enough at three to one right now? Yeah, I mean, it, kind of what the, one of the ways that I handicap a twenty horse field. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, Mike, you and I both know we don't we don't necessarily have this experience throughout the year. So what I do is I try and punch holes in, in the form, see if there's some some red flags that I want to bet against, or that the horse or the jockey needs to overcome. With the morning line of three to one and having you know, upwards of eight to 14 horses and traffic to, to navigate. Um, th- that's just not a hor- not a price that I'm willing to swallow. Uh, if, if we see um, Zandon float up to around the six, seven to one, I, you know, I might dive in as a win bet. I think Flavian's the best jockey in the country. And, and I'm not, you know, I'm not going to let him beat me at that price. But if we're getting three or four to one, I'm going to look elsewhere. 
Uh, this question is for both Sean, you and Mike. If somebody's like myself, who's a complete novice to horse betting, but it, because it's such a big event, a lot of times people want to get involved in it. What advice would you give them in terms of maybe how to look at it or handicap this race? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I definitely, the, the easiest thing you can do in a, in a race like the Kentucky Derby, since they've gone into on onto a point system all of these horses need to need to accumulate a certain amount of points through races in their form so if you're going one through 20 and you're trying to find reasons to like a specific horse you're probably going to end up with 14 or 15 horses um so like i said i i really try and find i i try and write the narrative of of how the kentucky derby is going to play out where horses are going to be at the first call or where i think they're going to be a lot can happen with 20 horses leaving the gate. But I try and figure out where they're gonna be and then I assess whether or not the horse wants to be there and if the price you know, kind of warrants that play. Sean, I'm looking for uh, a bit of a price play here for the Derby. How about the 15 horse, uh, White Barrio? I know all his wins have come at Gulfstream, but he has enough early speed to make himself prominent. And as you know, with the Derby with 20 horses, Really difficult to weave your way through that many and so many opportunities for traffic trouble if you're not in the top three or four when you hit that first turn. Yeah, absolutely. And coming from that 15 post, you know, Tyler Gaffleone is going to have that luxury of being able to break however wide a barrio wants to break and be able to look over his shoulder to the inside, see where the other horses are and kind of, you know, get his horse into a position that he wants to be in. Whereas, you know, if you're if you're breaking from the inside and you want to be forwardly placed, your hand might be played um, before before you're willing to actually make that decision. Um, White Barrio is kind of one of those horses that I'm taking a stand against. Um, Safi's not the greatest in, in shipping a horse, and shipping for the Derby is just a whole nother level. Um, I do like White Barrio. I just think that that Florida Derby, the, the pace was a little bit quicker than what we're seeing on form, and I think that his closing kick, even though it was in that stalker, you know, two and a half, three lengths back, um, I think it, it was really influenced and I, I'm just not willing to to bet that horse unless we start seeing the, the price go up. The rail is really tough in the Derby, tough to come out of the one, two, or three holes. At Epicenter, a second choice in the morning line at 72 draws the three hole. A tough draw for Joel Rosario, but the horse has been improving each and every race. Do you have Epicenter in your ticket? Um, I have Epicenter in my ticket. Uh, kind of to what you said, you know, Joel's done fantastic with this horse. Um, is his win in the Louisiana Derby really kind of stuck out in the move that he made. He didn't really look like he was moving his hands. Um, kind of how I spoke about Zandon, having the 7-2 to morning line and having 17 horses trying to dictate what Joel's going to do from that starting gate. Um, to answer your question, he is going to be on my ticket. Uh, I'm going to key him in second. I'm going to try and beat the two favorites on top. Um, but just based on trip alone, I'm not willing to swallow the prices that they're that I think they're going to be come come post time um, based on the trip that, that I think they're going to get. All right. Here's the million dollar question. Who do you got on top? <laughs> kind of spoke about it a little bit earlier. Um, I keep coming back to the 12 Taba. Uh, you know, there's a lot to poke holes in, in, in this horse's form. This is going to be his third third start. He's going in the Kentucky Derby, um, you know, had to be transferred out of the Baffert barn into the Tim Yachtin barn. Um, the Santa Anita Derby was fantastic. Even though Messier probably didn't want to get into, a, into any kind of uh, duel with them since they both needed points to get in, um, it just looked really good going by. This is a, a son of gun runner out of Candy Ride. Um, Mike Smith has been quoted as uh, saying this horse feels like shared belief. 
he said he's not as not nearly as talented, but he sits down like a Cadillac and kind of gets into the track. Um, the fact that Mike Smith stays aboard, you know, he's money Mike Smith for the re- for a reason. I think he, him, and Timmy Acton are going to do just a good enough job to get this horse ready. And, you know, Jerry Bailey and others have said it before. Usually the fastest horse wins the race. If this horse repeats either one of his speed figures, um, he's going to be right around the top three and uh, willing to take that 12 to one if I can get it. Sean, if the skies open up today or tonight and we have a muddy track for the Derby, is there another choice that you're using? No, I, I, I really like the fact that, you know, Tapa's out of candy right again. Gun runners proven over a wet track. If the skies open up, I just, truthfully, I would probably bet a little bit more on the 12 Tapa. Sean, we thank you for your time today. Appreciate the insight. You can find Sean at Smooth Turn 2 on Twitter. Appreciate your patronage of Circa and our friendship. And good luck at the Derby and the Oaks. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Great insight. Yeah, nice kid. I want to talk about one baseball game before we get to our plays and then the rest of the baseball schedule. Three rainouts already, Amal. Oh, really? Uh, Dodgers-Cubs postponed today, and a couple games in the East I was just looking here. Um, Yeah, the uh, Texas Rangers. Yeah, and and Rangers-Yankees. So bad weather in the Northeast and then in Chicago. Reds. Reds, 3-22. We saw that display yesterday where they got the 3-0 lead in the first. This might be the worst price you'll ever get on the Reds today at even money. I mean, I'm trying to think of a scenario where they're going to be favored at home against the Pirates. Uh, is this too cheap of a price to pass on the Pirates? How about the Pirates uh, on the run line plus $1.40 or something? Well, i tell you what, on the other <laughs> side, I mean, you're going up against JT Brubaker. If you're the Reds, you got an opportunity if you're ever going to get out of your slump. The Prison Warden. Remember, remember, remember that movie with Robert Redford, Brubaker? He was the Prison Warden. Uh, this team, is, is it pot? I mean, they're 3-22. and 22. Their season win total has been adjusted down from 74.5 to 57.5. Wow. 57.5. How do you attack that number? Well, I'm looking towards the under. I mean, this team's going to lose 105-plus games. Look, they're the, only the fifth team in MLB history to lose uh, 22 of their first 25 games. Remember, they split the series with the Braves in yeah. Atlanta to open the year. They were 2-2, two and 1-20 two, and 20 in their last. They lost 11, then they won a game, and now they've lost nine in a row. Yeah, team continues struggling. They're really not even competitive. Hunter Green yesterday becomes no. the first Reds pitcher to give up, what, five homers in a game since Scott Feldman in 2017. Their, their average margin of losses are close to four runs. Think about that. 14, 8, 8, 6, 6, 6, 5. They've lost four by three. Uh, you know, give up a grand slam again. The team was in the bad. playoffs two years ago. I know they couldn't score a run against the Braves when they made it, but I mean, every, it up. every year they make a run in September for a wild card. All right, up next, we'll do our place. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Want more UFC insight? Check out the First Strike podcast released every Friday. VSIN host Dave Ross previews all the biggest MMA, UFC, and boxing action of the weekend. Dave, along with expert fight handicappers, looks at the biggest favorites and underdogs on every card and provides their analysis on the best bets of the weekend. Get the insider look at where the money is moving and how to evaluate each of the fighters before you place your bets. Download the First Strike podcast now at vsin.com forward slash podcast or where you get your podcast. While you're there, catch up on every VEASAN show as well. Welcome back into Odds Odd. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Let's hope a good night last night gives us some momentum into the weekend. But before we get to your picks... Will you get involved in the fight this weekend, the Canelo fight? Uh, I will. I'll take Canelo. I'll throw him in the money line parlay. Are you going to be at the fight? I'm not. No, I'm not going to the okay. fight. We have a bunch of people going. We had a lot of requests for tickets. I think we have we have 28 people were taken to the fight, and there's like another four on the waiting list that didn't get in yet. <laughs> so there's a huge interest in it, obviously. So what do you take, players or who? Yeah, players that we we have sweet, and then we and when we buy more tickets for the sweet standing room, only in the suite at T-Mobile. So, oh wow! Yeah, that's the suite we have for the hockey games and everything like oh, that. Oh, nice. Uh, all right, so you got a couple hockey plays for us tonight. Yeah, both these under. Let's start in Boston tonight between the Bees and the Hurricanes. Uh, despite the fact that we're seeing two goaltenders getting starts for the first time in the series that have not started so far, going to go with this one under five and a half at even money. And then uh, in the West Coast in Los Angeles tonight, like the Oilers and Kings under six and a half, Mike, the performance defensively by Los Angeles was uh, just absolutely horrific in game number two. I think they'll play far better defensively. I also think Edmonton will be better defensively. I like this game under. All right. I have uh, a handful of plays for us today, Amal, because I like some soccer action this weekend. All right. But let's start out with the two-unit plays. I told you this. 
I'm going to bet Bieber first five every yeah. start unless there's some significant reason not to. They're at home tonight to the Blue Jays. They came back and they won that game last night against Berrios after falling behind. Kevin Gaussman, have, uh, have check, will travel in Toronto this year, takes on Shane Bieber. Bieber's been nothing short of spectacular. I mean, he's going to give up zero or one runs every first five. Now, Guardians got a score run. That's the problem. I've lost. I pushed twice at zero and lost one nothing once with him, but we won three as well. Uh, so three, one, and two so far in betting Bieber first five. Bet him first five again tonight. He's a dollar twenty dog for the game. A dollar fifteen in the first five. Two unit play here, Amal. What are your thoughts? You know, I think this is a good play. Once again, this uh, Toronto team for some reason a road favorite. We saw Barry, uh, Barrios yesterday really struggle in that matchup against the tri- or the Guardians. Uh, for me, I think this Cleveland team at home at a plus price with a pitcher like Bieber, I- I'm surprised by this number. All right, then I have another two-unit play, and it's a total, but I'm just looking at the form of these two pitchers. Rockies yeah. in Arizona taking on the Diamondbacks. Chad Cool, 3-0, and yeah. ERA under 2, 190, and a whip uh, uh, under 1 at .85 through 23 and two-thirds innings. And then we've talked about Merrill Kelly. He finally has an ERA, one two seven. Whips at 128 and a third. These two guys are pitching out of their minds, and it comes back with an unheard of total, a, a total not at Coors Field of more than four. I'll go under four and a half first five here, uh, Amal, because I just think this is mispriced based on reputation instead of form. Tend to agree with you, but Colorado's been really good so far this year. Put, run. Yeah, put up nine runs yesterday against Washington. Uh, get through that game. Uh, but Kelly's been terrific. You have been on Merrill Kelly from the jump this year. Um, really has done a great job in terms of what he's been able to put up so far. All right, now let's go to hockey. Uh, both games tonight, I, I mentioned this when we broke them down. I like the Hurricanes here. Um, I just think they're better than the Bruins. I watched this team. The Bruins has this, have the same ailment as Dallas, although they're not as good in the goaltending. They're a one-line team. They rely yes. too heavily, and they've been so darn undisciplined. I mean, these five giving up five on threes and all these penalties they're taking uh, – and I go back to the fact of what you've been talking about. What what is it now? Twenty six to five or something? They've outscored this team. Four twenty. I mean, they've just completely dominated. And Boston hasn't been in any of the four games against them. I'll take the Hurricanes plus one ten. And I thought the Oilers would be about one sixty tonight going to Staples. They're one forty. I think Mike Smith will play better after that first game in the series. He got the shutout in game two. So I thought that's a cheap price as well. I'll lay one forty. And then we have some. That's those are both one unit plays. And then we have some soccer action as well this weekend as we. Uh, now flip the screen here uh, for the soccer plays that I have listed. Uh, all right, first one is, oh, I have Gilbert too. I'm sorry. Uh, Logan Gilbert tonight for the first five. They're taking on the Rays in Seattle. Logan Gilbert's been perfect, won every start. He's minus 30 first five tonight uh, against uh, against Tampa Bay. Also good spot. Remember they lost the game last night. I like Three them to, to bounce two. back. Yeah. yeah. All right, and then the soccer plays. Uh, an under in the EPL, I have Aston Villa. Um Against Burnley, under two and a half. Burnley, remember, important game for them. They're facing relegation. They need the three points here. Aston Villa has played well in the last six weeks. I've been on this team. I gave this out before. People don't know this. This is in the Belgian league. Union Saint-Gilios. I might be saying it wrong like the friend, the tennis names, but this team has been great. They're sitting at the top of the table. They have a chance to win that, that Jupiler League or whatever it is there. Um, I like them tomorrow. They're minus $1.35 at a pick. Okay, so that means if they tie, it's a push. I took them pick minus a dollar thirty-five, and then I'm going to go with the same flame stars. First period under one and a half. It was plus one ten in game one, minus one oh five in game two, and minus one twenty in game three. That's tomorrow night in Dallas at six thirty our time. Yeah, you do a much better job, including the Saturday plays. I'll be on the Bucks tomorrow, and also on the Stars game under five and a half here, Mike. I'm really surprised this game hasn't come to five. I would actually bet it now. I think this might hit five by the time we get there tomorrow. 
Interesting stat, Mike Palmieri, the owner of the Dairy Queen yeah. there in Niagara Falls. Teams that got shut out in the playoffs, 3-0 and in their next game. Pretty good stat That's so far. That's a good stat for the, the Kings, right? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're coming back off the shutout. Uh, and the Wild were terrific uh, in game two as well. All right, let's get to some baseball here today. As we mentioned, we have the three rainouts, but uh, plenty of other action going on. Uh, we went through the Pirates game. All right, Royals at the Orioles tonight uh, in a three-game series. Carlos Hernandez, whose ERA is six, goes for the KC Royals. The home team sends Jordan Lyles, who uh, brought over from Texas, two and two with an ERA of four and a half, a whip of 1.62. Amal, when you look at this game from a betting perspective, total is eight. I lean over here. The Orioles uh, in this spot... Um, laying a dollar thirty. Yeah, I don't have an opinion on this matchup either way. Here, have not been involved in a Royals, excuse me, Orioles game all year long, and uh, this is not one for me right now. Battle of the Sox in Boston. The White Sox taking on the Red Sox. Vince Velasquez takes the hill for the Pale Hose. The ace of the uh, Boston staff, Nathan Evoldi, going for them. Red Sox off to a poor start. White Sox off to a disappointing start. But the Red Sox laying a dollar seventy at home here. Plus 115 on the run line if you think they can win by two or more. Total, eight and a half. You know, Evaldi's pitched well, 2.51 mm-hmm. ERA so far, uh, but I think the price is a little bit high. White Sox come in having won three in a row. The pitching has been far better. Last 27 innings, just giving up the four earned runs during that stretch. Um, I would look at the dog here. I don't want to lay $1.70 with Boston at this point in time. The uh, Tigers are in Houston. Rallied last night to tie that game. Got a yeah. pretty good outing. Urquidy was really good. Yeah. Maybe, maybe my Cy Young ticket's still alive. He was pretty good. I have him and Valdez both from the Astros. Uh, he was good. Um, Scooble was all right. He gave up two runs. Tigers tie it in the top of the ninth, but then the, the Astros walk it off in, off in the bottom of the ninth. Bo Brisky gets the start tonight for the Tigers against Louis Garcia, who Jeff Erickson has a Cy Young ticket on. Astros close to a $2 favorite tonight, $1.95 on the overnight. Total of eight, them all. Yeah, I think uh, Houston has got to get this one. Missed opportunity there to put that game away. Did squander a two-run lead. I think Candelaria hit a two-run home in the ninth he inning did. there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this is a game where you either take Houston run line if you're going to take them, or if you like the Tigers, then obviously with the money line, you got a good price. Great pitching matchup tonight at Petco. Big Sandy Alcantara and the Marlins taking on UU Darvish, Josh Towers' favorite titcher, pitcher. Mm-hmm. Darvish, 2-1 and one with an ERA, 4-4-4. But I always say there's an asterisk by that because he gave up eight runs in an inning in the third in San Francisco in that start. Nine. Al, oh, nine, I'm sorry. Alcantara um, beat last time out 2-1, and one, 2-9-0 ERA, 1-2-9 whip. Darvish, $1.40 home favorite with an expected total here. I'm all 6.5. First five total, 3.5. Total's a little bit too low for me here, but... Um... Mike, I'm tempted to go under the three and a half here. I think both these guys should be able to control uh, the opposing offenses. I don't like the way this Padres offense is going. What was the final score last night? Two, two to one. one? Two yeah. one. Well, I mean, the, okay. Machado with the home run uh, in the first inning. They <laughs> that's held, it, right? That was it. <laughs> Dead center. And they hold on two one. Um, Braves are hosting the Brewers in a series this weekend. Eric Lauer, I don't think he'll have Angel Hernandez behind the plate <laughs> to help him out like he did with the 13 strikeout performance in Philadelphia on Sunday night baseball against Jesse Chavez uh, getting a start tonight for the Braves. Um, Braves here host the Brewers and are a home dog. Brewers a dollar fifteen favorite on the road now even money dollar ten both ways as the Braves are seeing some action here with a total of all of eight and a half. I think this is an important series for Atlanta, and the reason is not because you're facing Milwaukee, but you've got to be able to take two out of three here. Right now, already six and a half games behind the Mets. Mm. 
And if you were to drop two out of three, Mike, it only becomes more challenging, especially when you're facing off against a playoff team that obviously looks like Milwaukee may win this division, but if they wind up in a wild card contention, you want to be able to eliminate an opponent that you might be needing to take their spot. Quick note, in Minneapolis tonight, it's the A's who have come back to reality now, 10 and 15 against the Twins, 15 and 11. I don't know either of these pitchers, Loge or Winder, but here's the note. Um, Jace Tingler is going to be managing the Twins tonight and tomorrow at least as an interim manager, as the manager is sick. Any reason to try to play against them with our our guy Jace at the helm? Normally you would say yes, but But the problem is it's Oakland coming in who's lost six in a row. Good luck on the Derby. I know you'll be heavily involved. (laughs) Good luck to Canela. Thanks for tuning in. Up next, Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.